Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Equipped to March, with WVU Chi Alpha. The hope of this podcast is to equip small groups with sound biblical teachings on God and how to walk with Him, and to equip the small group leader with the tools to lead as God has called them. We pray you are equipped and encouraged by this podcast in order that you can march well for our King on the college campus. Now, please welcome our hosts. Hey, thanks for joining us on Equip to March podcast. Um, We have a special guest with us today. What is your name, sir? My name is Ben. Welcome, Ben. And I'm Dalton. Dalton, you've seen him before. We got Christopher here, and I'm Charles. And uh, today, yeah, we're talking about um, this idea of what God does in me, He wants to do through me. Um, and I've heard that for years and years and years. And so, um, yeah, what does that what does that mean? When's the first time you guys heard that? Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I couldn't tell you when the first time yeah. I heard this was. I, I think it definitely would have been sometime during my. Uh, time in Chi Alpha as a student, but uh, you know, it wasn't something I'd heard before then. But I, it gets repeated enough around Chi Alpha that I don't <laughs> yeah. know when it happened at first. But uh, to me, what it really means is that um, what God does in us, what He, how He changes us, what He teaches us, isn't supposed to end with us. Yeah, um, like we're supposed to share that with other people, and uh, so they can be changed and they can learn more about God. Right on, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, um, first time, the first time that I heard that, um, probably, yeah, in Chi Alpha, but I feel like I've kind of heard of that idea um, just throughout Christianity, just as long as I've been a Christian. Um, and yeah, to me, that kind of what it means is if you break it down, like, um, like, yeah, like God's constantly doing something in you so that you can um, project that out onto like the people around you, yeah. you know, like, uh, uh, just like whatever situation you're in, like you're constantly learning and from those experiences and mistakes or maybe if it, even if it's not even a mistake, um, you're still learning and you can use that to yeah. uh, just kind of use that to the environment around you. That's right. That's good. Yeah, I, th- I think for me, um, similar to what, what Ben just said was like um, I grew up going to church and um, got saved when I was like way young. And um, so like the 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 fact that like God uses people to influence yeah. other people yeah. um, he uses his people to influence other people um, to know him um, is I think that's something that like you know I saw just in Sunday school you know Sunday mornings in church um, whatever but I think like um, the phrase what God does in you he wants to do through you may, I think it made it more like personal to me um, not just like um, I'm, I'm in, you know, X random number of however many Christians in the history of Christianity, yeah. but it was like what God does in me, he wants to do through me. Yeah. Um, cool. and so up and then up until that point, you know, like when I heard it in Chi Alpha, um, I was around other students that were like taking responsibility yeah. for other people. Um, I was around other students, kids my age that were like, um, allowing God to do through them what he had done in them. Yeah. Um, and up until that point, it was like, you know, youth group volunteers, Sunday school teachers, right, yeah. pastors, okay. you know, like high school youth leaders. Um, and so it was like always like older people that like were kind of like professional 
disciple yeah. makers and professional or like, you know, on staff to influence me as like, you know, a, a student. Um, but then when I got to Chi Alpha, it was like, oh man, like this isn't just for like church workers or, you know, you know, church volunteers right. that are 40 plus years old. Yeah. Um, it, this is like what he wants, what he does in my life. Um, he wants to do through my life yes. um, yeah, as, an, right. as an 18 year old. Yeah. Um, so that was like, that was, I think what contextualized it personally. And then from then on, just, it was like a game changer. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me think of like, um, just anybody that kind of thinks, oh, okay, being a Christian means being a parent or, you know, like being uh, an older person. Cause that's kind of what we, yes, kind of sadly, um, view like a mature, um, Christian to be a, like a grown up, um, or like, you know, a pastor, missionary, but, but really this is like what God does in me. He wants to do through me. Um, not what God does in me. He wants to do through my pastor or my small group leader or my friend only, um, or what God does in my pastor. Um, he wants to do through me or what God does in my small group leader. He wants to do through me. It's like this, it really is like you mentioned, like a responsibility of each one of us mm-hmm. to to one know who God is and, and know His heart, listen to Him, obey, and kind of like what you're saying, Ben, like constantly learning. Um, you can't just learn God; <laughs> like you're not going to be done. Um, and, but He's personal enough mm-hmm. to say what God does in Charles, He wants to do through Charles, which is like I'm just like, oh my gosh, thank you, Jesus. I can't believe that He would choose to use someone like me. And that is just like so crazy to me. Yeah. I think the age thing or that you were talking about, it's just so cool because no matter how long you've been a Christian, like God wants to use you, whether you are 70 and have been following God since you were 10 or you just got saved yesterday. Like God wants to use your experience with him to uh, change other people and shape other people. And that's just such a cool idea. It's not like a job where you have to have, five years experience yeah. before you get to the next level. Yeah. Like, right. As, as soon as you're, um, as soon as you're saved, like God wants to start using you. Yeah. That's really awesome. That's so good. Yeah. It's like, uh, there's no real orientation. It's just, yeah. it's just God. <laughs> orientation is like field practice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, say this. Eh, maybe you get corrected. Maybe you get, you know, shut down. That's okay. It's like walking in humility and, yeah, this is this is kind of like a verse that I thought of thinking about that. It says it's a uh, one Timothy four uh, twelve, and it says, "Let no one despise you or look down on you because of your youth, but be an example, an example to the believers in word, conduct, love, in spirit, in faith, and in purity." I just think that's like exactly what you're saying. Like, like I could be an example as a young man, not just because I'm young even young, like walking with Jesus um, and and show others kind of what that looks like, which is, yeah, it's like very, very encouraging and dignifying, you know? Yeah. Something that you told me um, at the beginning of last semester um, was that like, like everybody's like a unique person and um, you bring like unique things to the table, um, no matter what that is. Like you, like, um, like Dalton brings something completely unique to the table um that i cannot bring yeah because of his own experiences and i'm the same way and everybody else is the same way 
and that. So, yeah, 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 that's cool. Yeah, I mean, kind of like just going back to what we talked about last week, like finite expressions of an infinite God. Yeah. Like each one of us are are made differently by the Lord, and each one of us, like, yeah, we come from different places. We have different passions, desires, like ways that we relate to the Lord, mm-hmm. um, and that is like what Charles, what you were saying, like this this personalness of like God's relationship with us. And so, um, which, you know, then on, on the flip side is like, like Ian and I, like leading small group together, like there's certain guys that like, I'm going to relate better to, um, than, than Ian and vice versa. Cause, cause we're not the same. And like Mm -hmm. to, to say that, like, um, I don't know, just to like, like understand that, like kind of, um, uniqueness and like what each of us have learned from the Lord or like whatever um, is like a real blessing that like when when Ian and I are leading together that's like so much more um, not like just an advantage but like a blessing you know like um, because because God has done different things in the two of us he's able to do like um, different things through the, t- the two of us um and so oh yeah that's cool. yeah yeah um but i think kind of like what you were saying about like um or i guess just this idea of like you know um when is the lord like able to start using us or when is he able to like start doing things through us that he's done in us just makes me think about this passage in in luke chapter three um where um john the baptist um before jesus like starts his ministry um John the Baptist is like baptizing people and and basically like preaching to prepare the way for Jesus yeah, to come. Right. Um, and so he's preaching about repentance and how to live like a righteous life. Um, and then in verse 10, um, everyone who's there that's listening, um, it's, it says, what should we do then? The crowd asked. And then John basically like um, says, um, so these people are like responding to what they just heard John preaching um and then they're immediately moved to like hey what what do i do with what i've just heard um and then john replies um simply just like uh the man with two tunics should share with him who has none and the one who has food should do the same and so um you just see this this group of people who were like immediately impacted with the truth that they just heard and then they knew that they had a responsibility to act on it um and he didn't say you know like you know go go preach everywhere or, you know, like, um, go do, you know, whatever else. He just said, he gave them like a, a simple practical, like first step. Um, but they, they saw and that they, they knew that they had a responsibility to act on what they had just learned. Yeah. Um, and so basically like they allowed God to do through them what he had just done yeah. in them awesome. through like the words of John the Baptist. Yeah. And that's like an immediate thing, you know? Um, so it was just like so cool to like see that example um, of how they were changed immediately and acted immediately. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's not like something that like three years after I get saved, yes. you know, or learn that God loves me, you know, um, I like am able to like go tell someone else that yeah, God loves right. them or like, you know, fight for someone else to like know Jesus too or yeah, like change the way that I live. Right. Yeah, there's um, there's a reason. I was told recently there's a reason that uh, we don't go to heaven as soon as we're as soon as we become Christians, and that's because like there's like this. Uh, I mean, there's this job we have to do. Like we're like yeah, like here I am, send me. Like we're out yeah. here. Like 
we have a mission to do. Mm-hmm. Um, if we like, I mean, it'd be cool if we just went straight to heaven, but like, <laughs> I think it'd be cool to yeah. like work for it. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. It's kind of like, it, it's kind of taking away. Um, I, I think we want it to be more complicated than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And like, that is so good. Like I, yeah, I have something to do for Jesus. Like, and, and what kind of freaks me out about this is what God does in me. Okay. That is, that is like assured. There's no question like what God does in me. There's no, um, conditions. There's no, maybe that'll happen. Maybe it won't always say like usually always, (laughs) but okay. So the first part, God, God's doing something in me. Um, so, so what, what is that? Like, what, what does that mean? I mean, an example or maybe even. What 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 is God doing in me? How can I how can I tell that He is if if that's what we're saying? What God does in me, not if God does in me, not maybe when, maybe could, but but what what, what does that look like? I think that uh, I mean uh, the podcast is called Equipped to Mar- uh, Equipped to March, right? And um, <laughs> yeah, God is equipping the called. Yeah, uh, that's what He's doing in in you at all times. I think. Um, no matter what it is, I mean, I I personally like to think that my environment um, is equipping me. Um, you know, I'm learning, I'm growing, yeah, and um, I'm like, I'm essentially like building this like toolkit that I can use, um, just to like go out and just like spread his word and like teach people and like help them, yeah. you know, rather than just like, uh, I don't know, just like announcing everything and just like showing off like like on the street, like, hey, everybody, I'm a Christian. Right. It's more of like a, this is like what I look like because I'm a Christian. Yeah. Right that on. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. I think an example, I think we probably could all name examples. Yeah. Of, you know, things, sure. things God's doing in us right now, but something I've seen God doing for, in me lately is, um, you know, making me more hungry for him. Yeah. I think that's something that I've, ne- I've always like had peaks and valleys. Like there's times yeah. where I'm, I'm like super stoked. I'm, you know, all in. And there's some times where I'm like really struggling to, you yeah. know, find the desire um, to spend time with God, to read, uh, things like that. And I feel like recently I've really been getting that hunger. Um, and even like last night is a great example. I had a crazy day, had to like wake up early and was busy all day. So I didn't, hadn't gotten to read my Bible yet. It's like 10 o'clock. I'm exhausted, but I found myself like, I want to read the Bible yeah, before I go to that's bed. So cool. And like, even if I don't have, even if I like don't last super long before yeah. I like fall asleep, <laughs> like I wanted to read the Bible. And, yeah, dude. um, that, so often for me, that hasn't been the case. Right. And so um, now I feel like I can take that and like try to encourage other people yes. to, yeah. to be hungry for God. Yeah. Even you saying that you're hungry is like inspiring to me. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, like I want to be hungry. Yeah. I think for me, um, there was like, uh, yeah, just when I got as a freshman involved with Chi Alpha, um, I, uh, my small group leader, Josh Gray, um, he invited me to like a couple like like prayer meetings just hey let's pray with some guys um and then a few days later i just remember like the lord meeting me like in like an unforgettable way like changed my life forever um never had an experience with the lord like that before um and uh after that i i think like i had always viewed the lord um like as like Lord, you know, like yeah. Ten Commandments were like a list of rules to follow, right. and that's how I pleased God, you know. Um, and I knew about His love for me, and like that it was a relationship, but it was like 
couldn't shake this like and didn't even realize that that was like the fundamental like way that I related to God was like he was my master and I am his servant which is still true um, but then when I had this experience with the Lord it was it was so awesome because like I started to understand God as more like like friend and like I don't know just like like life partner like life yeah. like I don't know just yeah. it, it was and so like I was like way more um I don't know like I can be pretty like um I don't know just like follow the rules yeah. you know and so we we say like um Christianity is a relaxed love relationship and I yeah. think I learned that like basically after that that year and my relationship with the Lord was just like oh man like he just wants to be with me, you know? Yeah, right. Um, and so, yeah, that affected, like, how I, like, related to other people, too. That's cool. You know, in terms of what God does had done in me, he wants to do, you know, through me. Um, it just enabled me, to, I think, to be, like, be a part of a community and fight for a community that was, like, not, like, you know, just follow the rules. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, like, hey, like, let's be together. Right. Um, which, yeah, like, was nothing something I hadn't, like, experienced before. That's cool. Yeah, just thinking about that, you know, like you were saying, Dalton, that hunger. Yeah, I'm sure you prayed for that, but maybe that wasn't something that you were just, that was from you. Like, you, maybe you didn't generate that hunger yourself. Oh, absolutely right? not. <laughs> okay, so so that is, I think that is like step one in what we're talking about is like what God does in me. Admit that he's doing something in you. Like, yeah, he's changed something in your personality to make it stronger and better and like more in love with Jesus. Kind of like you're talking about, kind of like we're saying, just like, like we have to recognize one and basically just admit that this is God mm-hmm. and, and not just being like, well, I've been thinking about it a lot. So like, n- like not trying to explain away like his mm-hmm. presence and his like, per- like kind of like personal relationship with me. Cause otherwise, yeah, it's just personality, and I just don't think I'm that great. Like for me to grow, I just I just think it really does take God doing something in me, doing a work in me, and and thinking thinking about that, and then with what you're saying, expecting Him to, yeah. you know, like like if if God is real, um, and I want to have a relationship with Him, then most likely like. And he's good. And this is Jesus we're talking about. Like, not just a God, but like the God of the Bible. He's good and he's loving and he's caring and he's wise and he wants, he desires relationship with us. And I think, yeah, I think we just have to kind of like kind of humble ourselves and and say like, eh, that's not for me. Yeah, I've definitely tried to muscle up hunger myself yeah. by myself enough times where I was like, yeah, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way that's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Really, even to think about that, like he's doing this in you um, and, then, and then moving forward and saying, okay, what's, what's step two? Okay, so step one, it's really just kind of like open your eyes. Like, <laughs> like something's happening that's not typically here. And then, and then, and then simplifying it into what you're saying, like, relaxed love relationship i don't have to get all of wvu saved today you know um 
like you said, like we have the rest of our life to like walk with God through this. And it's not, it's not even God just saying, okay, stamp, you're good. So whenever you die, sooner or later, you'll be with me forever. It's like, no, you actually, it's almost like an enlistment process mm-hmm. um, to to have this relationship with Jesus, but then be enlisted into his service um, when, when we, you know, make him our Lord and Savior. And and then the the next step is is to recognize, recognize that he's doing something in us, and then recognize that the second part, what God does in me, he wants to do through me. And I think I think that's where we typically stop. Um, I, I have stopped there and and said, okay, what God and said I change it. What God does in me, he has to do through me. Because he's God, right? Um he what God does in me, he will do through me. But the truth of the matter is like God is a gentleman and he and he and he calls us to do this with him. Um, I think you mentioned this the other day that like we are God's method to change eternity. Um, he, he could do it another way. He could use dogs. He could use, um, he couldn't use cats, but, um, (laughs) he could use, uh, clouds. He could use, you know, aliens. He could use angels. He could use anything. Um, but, but, but he's not, he won't. And, and he's chosen to use man, uh, mankind, men and women to, to change eternity, to change the world, to change to change the kingdom of God, to, to grow it, to change, you know, the kingdom of the world. And and I think to me, that's just like, like mind blowing, like, yeah. like, wow, I, I get to be in cooperation with Jesus. Yeah. I think the flip side to what you were, what you were saying there, it's not, it's not what God does in me. He wants me to do. It's yes. like, we can't, we, yeah. if we, we have already acknowledged that like what, how we're being changed isn't us then we're not we're, right. we can't personally change other people too yeah right on. And like the only reason um that that can even happen is because god is with us and like yes god is working through us yeah yeah right right that's so good and even like if if it was for me to say oh i'm doing this that's foolish and i'm also stealing credit from god who's actually the one doing it through me mm-hmm. and this isn't like I, I don't want it just to be confused like it's not a um philosophical change it's it's reality based this is what god does in me he wants to do through me not not what you said he wants me to do oh well it's the same thing it's getting done either way no it's not like it's it will not be done unless god does it through me Mm -hmm. and i think i think that's very important yeah like my freshman year when i went to those couple prayer meetings and then you know like the lord met me in that way like like my small group leader josh was the one who like invited me to like pray with him and the other guys and he was the one that like um you know just like taught me about you know like hey how do you like walk through like you know growing in jesus you know in in this way um but i would never say like josh changed me (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. like thanks thanks to josh i was changed by josh like no i wasn't like you know it's not you know the father the son of the holy josh you know it's like (laughs) weird Uh, i love you josh Uh, but it's the father the son of the holy spirit you know it's like i don't know it's just kind of a funny example um no but it's real right yeah like I, i i'm not thank the lord that like he has placed influential people who really loved him and like who knew that they had a responsibility 
for other people to like grow yeah. in, in the Lord. And I'm, I'm grateful for all those people growing up at the church I went to who took responsibility for me mm-hmm. and the other kids that like, yeah. you know, were my friends there. And, um, but like, yeah, like they're, they're not the ones that like change us. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, to, to kind of say like, you know, we're not the ones that change people, um, is, is humbling. Yeah. Um, but it's also like freeing, yeah. you yeah, know, it's right, like, yeah. man, I don't, I just have to be obedient, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, um, like, yeah, I, I guess another way of saying what God does in you, he wants to do through you is we're responsible for what we know yeah. or knowledge equals responsibility. Um, and so mm-hmm. if I know that it's not my job to change someone, but it's, it, it's like, I'm responsible for how the Lord's changed me. Mm-hmm. Um, and like acting on that, um, that takes the weight off of me trying to change people because you can't control people. Right. Um, but I can like share what the Lord's done in my life with someone else. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, whether that's an action or like in word. Um, and then, yeah, really like let the Lord change the person. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and that's just like, and expecting to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's, he, he knows the person I'm talking to or interacting with a lot better than I do anyways, <laughs> you know? So like, well, I'm just going to leave it up to the Lord to yeah, change, right. you know, or like move in this person's life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, yeah, it's like such a good thing to know. Um, it's both like humbling and freeing um, to just like, to know that we're not the ones that change people. Yeah. 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 Um, just kind of going back to that. How, how have y'all seen, uh, God's influence through others, or basically, how have you been affected by God doing something through another person? Yeah, I mean, kind of like Christopher just talked about. Um, I mean, he he wasn't saved by Josh, but um, I mean, he was saved because God did something through Josh. Yeah, um, and that's. I mean, I think that's similar to me. Um, like. The story about how I got involved with Chi Alpha, like, so I had like a youth group back home and it was kind of my life for a long time. Uh, I really loved it. I didn't even go to that church. Uh, it was my friend's church, <laughs> That's awesome. but everybody in the church knew who I was yeah. because of just like, um, just like how much I was involved with this youth group and like how much I volunteered like with the church. Um, like it was my life for like four years and then I graduated and was gone. Uh, and I didn't know what to do up in college and the first day I met, uh, my small group leader, Nick, or my former small group leader, Nick. Um, and I met, uh, Sean and uh, a bunch of other people that's in, awesome. uh, Chi Alpha. And, uh, that's, I mean, that's what God was doing in them, through them, and onto me. Yeah. And so now I'm doing something in me onto some other people, and hopefully they go on to do the same. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. Yeah. So, dude, that's cool. Yeah, I think even like you know, thinking about it for me, um, you know, my small group leader was Nate and you were Nate's small group leader. So oh, yeah. like you can even trickle, you know, it trickles down where yeah. what God did in you, he did through you towards Nate. Whoa, whoa, and then yeah. what God That's did awesome. in Nate, he like passed on to me. Yeah. And then I get to, God does that in me and I yeah. get to pass that on to others. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, right on. it's such a cool, it's such a cool way to think about like, you're not if you're um if god's doing things through you it's not just towards the person that you're talking yeah, to it's like yeah. through the people that they're going to talk to right um and it kind of 
it kind of spreads out. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I think like also kind of going back to like what you said about like, uh, you know, uh, this, this kid, <laughs> this young leader in the church, Timothy. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, the, the, his kind of, I guess, mentor, teacher, Paul, the right. apostle, yeah, yeah. um, wrote to him, second Timothy two, two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you know, the things Paul is speaking, the things you have heard me say, Timothy. Right. And trust to reliable men um, who will also be able to teach others. Yeah. Um, and so he's basically like what you just explained in Charles's life through him to Nate, through Nate to you, and through you to like others. It's like, I mean, we've got 2,000 years of, you know, when Jesus first stepped foot on the earth. Yeah. Um, and he, the things that he entrusted to his reliable, the time. Mm-hmm. The disciples, the type, the typos, <laughs> um, the typeship <laughs> um, yeah. um, to his disciples. Yeah. Like they like, hey, we're responsible for what mm-hmm. we know. Yes. What Jesus did in me, uh, we have to let him do it through us. Um, and then the church started. You can find that story in the book of Acts um, in the Bible. And then 2000 years later, we're here yes. because. There's been 2,000 years of God, um, God's disciples um, allowing God to do through them yes. what he's done yeah. in them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, <laughs> that's awesome. You know, starting, you know, further from Charles, you know, all the way back to Thomas or, you know, like Matthew or these, you know, disciples that yeah. Jesus had. Um, and it's just so crazy. Like, I mean, I guess like that kind of brings the question like, well, we're here because of that, what God has done in those people and through them. Um, but like what happens, like, I don't know, like, I guess the question is like, what's at stake if like, Mm. we don't allow God to do through us what he's done in us. Well, like, what do you guys think? Yeah. It's like that, um, like, uh, transgenerational, transgenerational discipleship. It's a big word. Sorry. Um, yeah. Like, like you're saying, like, uh, like Jesus obviously had his followers and then like they discipled people like all the way down. And now there's like. Like how many how many Christians are there in the world? Like there's like a lot. Yeah, um, all of them come right. from them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. It came from like this like one just like one source. Right. All right, and that's kind of like what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, like we like if I save like three people and there's three people, we save three people mm-hmm. like that, and it just keeps growing. Yeah. So I think like that's that's what's at stake. Yeah. If um, not even like if we just like stop completely. If we if like our numbers like dwindle, yeah. like like we stop saving people, then like less people are getting saved, and then like like what is there? Like yeah. what, are we, what are we standing for at that point? Even yeah, like if those twelve guys in Jesus' small group didn't take seriously what he said and and allow God to do through them what He's done in them, then yeah, yeah. I mean Judas. I mean just kind of like play an easy card like judas didn't make any disciples and what god was doing in judas i mean this is so cool i I read this today and it it freaked me out um it's uh matthew chapter 10 verse 27 jesus talking to he's literally sending out his disciples like first time ever like okay i'm not you're not gonna be with daddy like like go on do your thing and he says this he says Whatever I tell you in the dark, speak in the light. And whatever you hear in the ear, preach on the housetops. And it's literally like, what I'm telling you, yeah. go do. And before this, he he's telling them how to greet people. He's telling them how to, you know, heal people and cast out demons and like all these different things. 
And, and it's because of what Jesus was doing in them. And, and I think with, with Ju- Judas was a part of these guys. And so what God was doing in Judas, ultimately, you know, not just betraying Jesus, but, but not um, allowing himself to be forgiven, um, and, then, and then ultimately taking his own life, he made no disciples. Yeah. And, and it stopped with him. And I think, I think for us to what's at stake is is what's what's going on like the beliefs that the false beliefs that we have of um i can just you know show up and and go to small group and and i'm not even a small group leader um i'm a small group member i just go to small group and you know keep my mouth shut um you know maybe maybe talk bad about someone in small group to my roommate um or maybe i come to small group and just talk bad about my roommate the whole time um or or I go to church and that's enough because I'm a Christian, you know, or um, or maybe I go to small group and yeah, I'm kind of like in it, but I'm not really like caring for the guys that, that are there with me, my peers. Um, then it nothing happens. You have no influence. Mm-hmm. You, you God has no influence through you. So we limit God's power in us. Um, so that's probably the worst thing that happens. And then ultimately, um, we have we carry no influence because influence grows. And so if I'm not building it while I'm in small group, then um, you know, I graduate and I and I kind of have this false idea of what it means to be um, by name a follower of Jesus, but not by nature or not by practice. And when those things happen, what's at stake is, yeah, how, however many people in the world right now um, adhere to the name or the rules, but there's no power in their life. There's no, um, like you're saying, transgenerational discipleship. That's just not a thought. It's just, up. Oh, I got my stamp. I get to go to heaven. And yeah. as long as I can, you know, make enough money now and be happy, be happy here, then, then everything's good. And so that's, what's at stake. Yeah. Um, and that's more than, that's deeper than just, um, oh, well, I skipped small group this week yeah. or, you know, um, you know, I, I, I watched that thing, you know, again, but I'm, but I'm like getting a handle on it or, or whatever. Like, I think, I think truly, um, everything is at stake and that means everything is God has entrusted us to do this. And if we don't do it, yeah. it's not going to happen, Right. but he's entrusted us with this. And if we do take this seriously, what God yeah. does in me, he wants to to do through me and i look for ways you know we've already given you the the tools like you're saying love finds a need and meets it if you go meet needs god is doing no, nobody wants to go pay for someone's meal <laughs> no one wants to clean their roommates dirty dishes no one wants to bring chips and sodas to to small group tonight um but but god wants you to and so when you have that desire like you were saying that's grown um, and you start to do that, then God's going to call you to do bigger things. You're not going to be the chip guy only forever. You may be the chip guy forever because that's that's loving others. But he also may do bigger and bigger and bigger things because um, like David, um, when you're faithful with little things, um, God can trust you to be faithful with big things. But he can't trust you to be faithful with big things before you're faithful with little things. And so I think that's like, I think that's what's at stake ultimately yeah. is just your destiny, your eternity. Yeah. Yeah. And others. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think it was good how you like said like, um, I don't know, like just like kind of like thinking 
going back to like who this applies to, you right. know, like when um, I, th- I think even like back in, in the first book of the Bible, the book of Genesis, when when God is like um, choosing this man, Abraham, to be like the start of yeah. his nation, he says, I will bless you and you will be a blessing to others. And that wasn't just true for Abraham. That was true for Abraham's kids. Yes. Like when they were five, yeah. when they were 10, when they were 15, they could be a blessing mm-hmm. to others. And, you know, like they didn't. They didn't like work in the church, you yeah, know, like right. these kids didn't like, you know, like they weren't going out being missionaries anywhere mm-hmm. where like they weren't small group leaders. They were just like they, but they were like, they had like the, the opportunity because they were in like Abraham's family um, and, you know, throughout the nation of Israel um, and, you know, us now, like if, if we're like being like influenced changed by yeah, jesus right. um then like we um we have that responsibility yes. yeah um and yeah just like i don't know just thinking back to the disciples like what's at stake like had those 12 dudes not taken it seriously like i, I wouldn't be here no um, none of us would then, be yeah, yeah then, thank you lord yeah sweet well thank you guys for being with us yeah, it's always a pleasure yeah uh, do you have anything else uh, I don't think so. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, thank y'all. Um, make sure to like and subscribe and, uh, and have a good rest of your small group. We'll see you later.